Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. <laughs> How are you folks? Right, I have to say we've got a lot to get into on this week's podcast. It seems to have been the, the most crazy week in bagpiping and we have a lot to get through as well as an incredible topic of the week which I'm sure the title of this week's episode gives it away as to who we're chatting to. Uh, plus I know they're very excited to hear this week's episode and they've already been plugging it for us. Uh, so yeah, even before the episode's been released, this person's been plugging it. So, that's appreciated. Hey, awesome. All right, <laughs> let's get into this week's Big Rab Show pod. It's going to be a hectic one, folks. So, first of all, let's get through your introductions then, shall we? If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. <sighs> yeah, and as always, I know it's a bit cliche by now, but yes, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. So if you would like to help support the show, then you can do. Go over there and click on support and be part of the Patreon faithful. We've had a recent bump in numbers, I have to say. So a shout out to everyone there who's been clicking on support and Patreon and joining the Patreon faithful. Because, yeah, those guys over there have been getting their hands on a load of great extra content. So, yeah, shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome. Shout out to the Patreon faithful. Yeah, they get episodes of Big Rab Show Plus, exclusive interviews, performances, and things that never see the light of day hit the cutting room floor, potentially. You also get early access to some of our episodes as well uh, here of the podcast. And, of course, our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show. And last night we had a lot of fun, actually, uh, playing some old recordings of the British Caledonian Airways pipe band. Do you remember that? Yeah, we've been delving back through the archives and finding some old recordings of great bands uh, from throughout the years and having a lot of fun over there on Fuse. So if you've been watching or listening to our show over there on Fuse FM, yeah, thank you, because it's been a great fun this last few weeks. But if you've missed those episodes, the best way to get them is on our Patreon page. There you are. I know it sounds like a shameless plug. It absolutely is. Go and check it out. All right. Okay, with introductions out of the way, let's get this show started off good and proper with listener mail. Our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We always love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, we always get a dose of emails in from folks just basically providing commentary on previous episodes. Um, so... Yeah, we're still getting emails in, actually, from folks who were enjoying the Pipe Major Frank Andrews tribute concert episode, which was uh, episode 329. Uh, so that was a couple of weeks ago, actually. So a lot of people really enjoying that, saying that the music on stage from Field Marshal and McNeilstown, and that was just a special night. So thank you, everyone, uh, who enjoyed that episode. If you haven't yet, please go back and listen to it. Um, so, th- yeah, just too many emails to mention, by the way. A lot of people were saying the FM were sounding fantastic. So, yes, we completely agree. Go back and have a listen to it. Episode 329, uh, go and have a look at that. Now, also, we've got a ton of questions, actually, following last week's episode. 
<laughs> yeah, our podcast where we talked to Gary Nimmo and Ryan King, where we were chatting all about Breton music and the bagged competitions that they were attending. And yeah, they give us an expert opinion and a bit of knowledge behind the scenes of how it all works. And we got a lot of questions as a result. Yeah, I did say as part of that interview uh, on last week's pod that this will be an area of music that I'm going to continue exploring. And no doubt you guys out there now, I think we've kind of wet your whistle. And a lot of you are now dipping your toes into the whole Breton music scene, which is fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of you guys asking me questions uh, that I just can't answer. Um, so, hey, I'm gathering, I'm gathering them all in, all right? So if you do have any questions following last week's episode, do send them in to us. We're not ignoring you. Uh, but, yeah, we will piece all of those together, and that will form part of a future conversation. We do know that the Lorient Festival is coming up in August, and no doubt after we crown our champion after Lorient, we will have further questions to ask of Gary and Ryan. So we will have another episode on bagged competitions and how they all run and the fascinating world of Breton music. So just fantastic. So, yeah, thank you to everyone who enjoyed that show. But the questions you asked me, I have no clue. But I will get to them (laughs) eventually. So shout out to all of you. Uh, Again, there was just too many emails this week to kind of keep up. So thank you to everyone who emailed us in. Uh, So if you do have any of your own particular questions or queries, they're never ignored. They're always uh, received and we do act on them. Uh, so our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Get them into it. All right. And I'll have to say as well, that see, for the longest time, we have not received any voicemails. Now, I've been saying this now for the last few weeks, but it's been a long time since we've received voicemail here on the show. It used to be a weekly affair that we got voicemails here all the time, but not anymore. Uh, so I don't know whether you've all turned shy on me or something, but... Yeah, if you feel so inclined, you can do. You can be a part of the show. Send us in a voicemail. It can be a question, query, or even a shout-out. Yeah, just record a little voice note on your cell phone and email it into us. BigRabShow at gmail.com, and we'll certainly bring that to a future show. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty much a good summary of this week's listener mail. A lot of it uh, was also dealing with future episodes, as always. A lot of the admin stuff behind the scenes. Uh, I have to say, full disclosure, uh, us here in the Big Rab Show team are working furiously behind the scenes at the moment. Uh, with uh, pipe band competitions being back out on the grass again, and we've seen some of that starting, I guess, over the past weekend. Uh, yeah, we are slowly starting to get the wheels turning here in the Rab Show. So I have to give a shout out to the Rab Show team at the moment, who are absolutely working flat out. Uh, right now, as I speak, uh, they're taking care of, um, I think the draw for Cookstown competition is happening right now, as I'm recording this. Uh, so the guys at the Rab Show team are keeping a track of that and hopefully we'll share that out on our socials as soon as it drops. So, um, yeah, that's just by way of full disclosure. We are constantly working at the moment. Uh, things are very busy and we'll do our best to try and keep up with everything. All right. But again, that's where our email address kicks in. If there is anything that we do miss and let's face it, we are human. We will miss things. Please do email us in bigrabshow@gmail.com. There you are. Let us know. Okay. All right, let's get into the next bit of the show. Yeah, you guessed it. It's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Graft. 
Yes. This week's word of the week is graft, because that's exactly what we've been doing here on the Big Rap Show this last while. Grafting, something serious. Uh, so, yeah, but I have to say, the wealth of piping and drumming that has happened over this past week, weekend, and even what is to come, I guess, we are seeing the evidence of all that hard graft that has been put in over the course of those winter months. And, yeah, the standard, I can truthfully say, is ridiculously high already. Uh, yeah, the first major championship in the calendar isn't for a good few weeks away now, uh, but now seeing where bands are already before they hit the grass for the UKs, it's already looking to be... I don't know that this is shaping up to be such a competitive season and it's going to be very interesting to see where bands are when we hit the park there in Lurgan. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to reflect it in this week's word of the week that everyone has worked incredibly hard over the course of the winter months. And yeah, that's inspired this week's word of the week graft so yeah if you have been grafting away we have definitely seen uh, proof of that over this past week and i dare say we will continue to see more of it in the future uh, so mm, looking forward to seeing all of this great music on the grass folks it's just going to be so exciting uh, but yeah that's inspired this week's word of the week graft there you are. If you do have a suggestion for Word of the Week yourself, then you can always contact us on our Patreon page. If you are part of the Patreon faithful, you have first dibs. So if you have a suggestion for Word of the Week, there you are. Drop us in a message in there on Patreon and we'll definitely include that. There you go. Even the more ridiculous, the better. Although, yeah, this is a family-friendly show, so keep it clean, folks. <laughs> Alrighty, well, at this point in the show, we would normally hand things over to JD uh, for Weekly Drone, but we don't have any Weekly Drones this week. Oh. No, we don't, uh, which is a little bit of a shame, because it's one of our favourite features here on the show. Uh, so, yes, I will throw open the door again to Weekly Drone. If you guys have any moans, drones, or stories to tell, and you want it to present at warts and all, completely anonymous, then that's where you go to do it. Go to our website, thebigrabshow.com. There's a big button right at the top of the page saying Weekly Drone, and you can fill it out, all of your details, um, but uh, yeah, no names, addresses, none of that stuff. No identifying factors will be included, so we will just include the story. Uh, so uh, yeah, we love Weekly Drone here, because it really is an open microphone for the pipe band scene, for you guys to have your say and to discuss things right here in the pod. Uh, so, yeah, why not? Have at it. Let us have your weekly drones. BigRabShow.com forward slash weekly drone. That's where, that's where you go and have it. Yeah, so JD gets a week off this week. Or does he? Hmm. We'll find out later in the show, won't we? Well, yeah, I think that neatly brings us on to What's the Crack? <laughs> Do you know your Urlar from your Kromlua Amach? If that sounded like gibberish to you, you're not alone. Plenty of other pipers pass over Peabrook as too nerdy, too difficult, or just plain boring to learn. But in May, Dojo University is on a mission to show you that couldn't be further from the truth. They're doing a deep dive into this ancient pipe and art form, taking over the dojo for a month-long focus on learning more about Peabrook. They'll have guest workshops with Dr. Jack Taylor, Wally McCallum and Dan Nevins. Plus, if you join during May, you'll also get lifetime access to their first two comprehensive Peabrook courses to work through at your leisure, whenever suits you. So, 
If you've ever been curious about how Pebra came about, how to play it, or if you're already an aficionado or just eager to dive deeper, then join Dojo University for their Peabrook-themed month this May. Visit dojouniversity.com forward slash theme to learn more. Hey, Rob. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi, Rob. What's the crack this week? Rob, 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 what's the crack this week? Hey Rob, what's the crack this week? Well, the crack this week, there's a lot. We have seen the start of the Scottish pipe band season with competitions in Dunbar, Bankery and of course Gurick. And oh, excitement aplenty. Plus, we have draws from both the European Championships, which are happening in Aberdeen. We'll go through the details of that, of course. And as I've said, we've already had the draw for the Mid Ulster Championships as well. So that's all sort of exciting. Things are starting to happen again. Also, we had a, an exciting announcement from John Doo, and we'll chat, we'll chat all about that and why that's all exciting. Hmm. Of course, it would be remiss of me without mentioning that today, the 17th of May, Pipe and Live have made their big announcement about their upcoming festival. Yes, the dates and when it's happening, along with some key events and some lineup announcements and stuff, it's all very exciting. So yeah, the 20th anniversary of Pipe and Live is about to be celebrated in style, and we'll get into all of that, of course, too. We also have a call from RSPBA Northern Ireland, which might be of interest to some of you folk listening to the podcast right now, and we'll get into all of that. Exactly what am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> that plus we we can manage to catch up with the guys at Project Smock who are doing a little bit of a spring tour at the moment. So yeah, we'll catch up with the lads and see what they're up to there. Oh, there's a lot to unpack here, folks. So let's get straight into it. Let's get into the news and updates then, will we? Iron Maiden, Kasabian, Bastille, the Royal Marines, the British Army, the Royal Air Force, Police Scotland and Federation, Scottish Power, and the Red Hot Chili Pipers. These are just some of the names playing the Axial and Regimental Series drums by the British Drum Company. Why? Because of the superb build quality and attention to detail that only the best deserve, where excellence is the norm not the exception. To find out more about the ranges offered by the BDC, head to thebritishdrumco.com or follow them on all of the usual social media platforms. When will you make the switch? Okay, let's first of all start going through the results of the Scottish Pipe Band Championship season that has just kicked open its doors there. This past weekend, a lot of piping and drumming action was had. Let's start with Bankery, first of all, which was quite a packed competition by all accounts. Uh, so, yeah, let's start a grade 4B, shall we? Lifting the title then was Fraserburgh RBL, and the drumming prize went to Robert Gordon's College Pipes and Drums. Yeah, so very exciting grade there in grade 4B. On to 4A then, lifting the title was the mighty Vale. Vale of Atho! 
Yeah, but the one-two in piping, uh, sharing the piping result then with Calderon District, who also had a two-one in piping. Uh, the Vale managed to lift the drum in there in four A as well. So congratulations to the Vale. On to Grid Three then in Bankery, we had Deeside Caledonia lifting the top spot, and then the drumming went to Buck and Peterson, who finished a close second to Deeside. They are very competitive there. Uh, on to Grid Two then we had Buck and Peterson lifting the Grid Two title, and yeah, they also lifted the drum in there as well. Uh, but Port Leithan and District came of very close second uh, so yeah great performance by Port Leith and actually really enjoyed that yeah and uh, there was a grade one competition uh, but yes there was grade two bands who played up and we had Buck and Peterson who came out on top uh, two first and piping on the first and drum, drumming first and ensemble ones across the board and then Port Leith coming in second place there in grade one in Bankery there you are uh, so, well, if anything, very exciting to see things lifting off there. Uh, so with the bankery competition, but a slightly larger competition was one held in Dunbar. Yeah, and starting at Novice Juvenile B, we had George Watson's College lifting the title there. And yeah, the drumming was well. And second place was Edinburgh Academy. Yeah. And Novice Juvenile A, we had only the one band competing there, which was George Harriet's. Yeah. So there you are. A very small grade. Uh, in the juvenile grade itself, we had Preston Lodge, and they were competing against George Harriet's. Uh, so Preston Lodge managed to lift the title along with the drumming as well. On to grade 4B then in Dunbar, it went to the People's Ex-Servicemen's Band. Yeah, with two seconds in piping, but they lifted the drumming and the ensemble, which managed to put them into first spot. And uh, in second place then was Stockbridge. Yeah, so that was grade 4B. In grade uh, 4A then we had Bruntisland or Brunt Island and District. I'm still not sure how to pronounce that, so yeah. Feel free to shout at me. Uh, so, Bruntisland and Districts, yeah, first place overall in Grade 4A and Dunbar. Great start to the season there, folks, and convincingly so, with ones right across the board and piping and drumming and ensemble. Well done. In second place, then, was Camelon and District. Yeah, and that was Grade 4A. In Grade 3, then, uh, we had the City of Newcastle pipe bands, again, with firsts right across the board. Two firsts of piping, first and drumming and ensemble. Yeah, put them into that first spot. In the second, then, in Grade 3, was Denny and Dunny Pace pipe bands. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I did see the run from City of Newcastle, and, yeah, it was really, really top-notch stuff. So, well done to City of Newcastle, sounding really strong already at this point of the season. Well done. Okay, on to Grade 2 then in Dunbar, uh, the City of Edinburgh pipe band, who won quite quite convincingly, I have to say. One's right across the board. Uh, I think they were the only Grade 2 band in attendance there. I may well be wrong, uh, so feel free to shout at me. Uh, but, uh, t- yeah, quite a, a stellar performance by the City of Edinburgh pipe band there. So, first in piping, first in drumming, first in ensemble. Well done. On to Grade 1 then. The City of Edinburgh played up as well. It was more just a bit of a showcase, I guess, for that in Dunbar. So, again, the trophy was awarded to the City of Edinburgh. There you go. Now, I have to talk about Gurick. Uh, now, Gurick was one of those ones that was really quite exciting for everyone because, yeah, this was the first time we've seen a lot of our Grade 1 big guns have a good pop at each other. But before we get into Grade 1, I want to look at all the rest of the grades in Gurick as well. Uh, so I have to give a shout to our drum majors. Uh, the juvenile drum major champion on the day was Beth Turners. Yes, well done, Beth. And then first for the adult then was Liam Renton. Yeah, good to see. In grade 4B, which was also uh, kind of amalgamated with Novice Juvenile B, I think it was. Yeah, that, so the champion on the day was Renfrewshire Schools. Yeah, and second place was the Govan Community Band. 
In Grade 4A then, uh, we had, let me see, have a look here, West Lothian Schools picked up the title in 4A, and the drumming went to Uddingston, Strathclyde. Yeah. And the second place in 4A was St. Columbus School. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say that Renfrewshire Schools also got the drumming in 4B. There you are. All right, on to the juvenile grade then. Well, there was only the one band competing on the day, which was St. Columbus School, so the title went to them. Yeah, correct. So, in grade three, then, in first place, we had Mulgai. Yeah! There you go. Not bad. Yeah, and second place was Lord Clyde, Pipes and Drums. And I think the drumming went to Mulgai as well, so well done. A very competitive grade there in grade three. Uh, on to grade two, then. First place was Uddingston, Pipe Band, and... Can I say they were really impressive on the day? Again, blowing a big tone. Big band, actually. Yeah. I think the the ranks have definitely swollen there at Uddingston. So, yeah. But sounding really strong. Of course, they, they lifted the drumming title as well. Yeah. Uh, on to grade one, then. Now, this was the one, that, as I say, it was the first time our grade one big guns had a, a chance to have a pop at each other. In first place was Inverarian District. Yes, and in second was People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. In third was Shots, and in fourth was Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band. And I guess there was slightly a bit of an upset on the day. Yeah, whenever it came to the drumming result, it came as a bit of a shock to some, a surprise to some. Uh, But, uh, hey, it's got us all talking, hasn't it? Because according to an unofficial source, right now, this is the thing. I haven't been able to see the official summary sheets. The results from Gurick have yet to have been published on the RSPBA site, uh, even though the competition was days ago. Uh, So, again, I'm just going on the article that was published on pipesdrums.com, so... Yeah, if I'm wrong here, feel free to email me and say this is stuff that Rab got wrong. Uh, but Inverary came in first place with a first and second in piping and a third in drumming. And People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate came second with a third, third in piping but a first in drumming. So yeah, the drumming went to People's Ford. Yeah, so I, wow, is all I'd say. Yeah, it was a fantastic result for the, the People's Ford and the brand new lead tipper there, Karen McQuillan. What a way to start off the season. So in third place was Shots. And another result that was really quite shocking is that there was five bands in that grade in total. And Uddingston came fifth. Uh, but Shots and Dykehead Drum Corps finished up fifth, bottom of the grade. Which was really quite a surprise. We were not expecting that at all. Uh, so we'll go through the drumming results here just to kind of clarify everything I'm talking about. So from a drumming perspective, we had People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate in first. In second place in drumming, we had Police Scotland and Federation. Yeah, so Inverarian District came third in drumming. In fourth then was Uddingston from grade two. They played up that day. And in fifth place was Shots. Now, that was really quite surprising. So, yeah, it has been the topic of discussion, I guess, for a lot of folks that of the drumming results. You know, um, a lot of people watching back to the videos, of course, of performances. We've got a few of those up there now on the Rab Show socials. And, of course, people are now delving into the drone chorus videos because he was there as well and managed to film some of the performances. A lot of people, armchair judges, are going, well, did the drumming judge get it correct? Did the piping judge get it correct? Did the ensemble judge get it correct? Oh, it's all starting. The armchair judging has begun. And yeah, we got quite a few emails on this topic saying that a lot of people were surprised by the results in the Grade 1 competition at Gurick. And we're not expecting the positions. But hey, I will always throw this argument out there, folks. 
that yes, we can listen back to recordings and we can draw our own conclusions, but we're not standing in that circle with the clipboard up close and personal with the performance. So perhaps that judge heard something we didn't. And I don't know. We are not professional judges. All right. So we're just fans. <laughs> I guess. And this is Gurk, you know, it's the very first competition of the season. A lot of bands are making those, you know, tentative steps, I guess, and starting to build their sets for this incoming season. So that's exactly what Gurk was all about. Getting the grass under the brogues and starting to get that experience before that first major. So, um, yeah, don't be expecting this to be a sign of the times. This was just... uh, it's a precursor to everything, I reckon. But hey, congratulations to Inverary lifting that title in Gurek. A hard-fought battle, I think, there in Grade 1 in that competition. But well done to Kerr McQuillan and to the guys there at People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate, who played a blinder. Really great, enjoyable music. And well done to everyone, actually, in there. Uh, so, hey, great competition. If you do want to go and check it out, we have uploaded performances and that from it. Uh, a few of them, and of course we have included some videos of Oddingston as well, uh, both from their Grade 2 run and their Grade 1 run, so you can go and check those out as well. Uh, so, yeah, as I've said, the results from Gurek have yet to be officially published at the point of me recording this. I am, I've checked the RSPBA site every which way, but it hasn't been officially published yet, so... Please tick those summaries with a pinch of salt. This well could be stuff that Rab got wrong, but that was the results according to pipesdrums.com at the time of recording. All right? So, if I'm wrong, feel free to tell me that I'm wrong. BigRabShow at gmail.com. All right. <laughs> oh, but hey, isn't it just exciting to see bands back out again, folks? Like, honestly, it's so good. And yeah, I was so excited to see all of these guys back in the circle again thumping out the big tunes and man some of them sounded incredible oh so hey we'll get into all of that whenever we start tackling our full season preview where all of us in the rab show team will give you our particular picks for each grade and what band you should be watching and why and yeah the competitions this past weekend uh, all three of those there in scotland made things very interesting for us as pundits i guess uh, a lot a lot of stuff to chew on there i reckon hmm Anyway, so that's it. You can go back and watch all of those performances. As I say, shout out to Drone Chorus and ourselves on the Rab Show socials. You can go and check out all of that at your leisure. All right. Okay. Well, for those of you who did manage to miss JD on this week's Weekly Drone, I did tell you that uh, he's not completely getting a week off. JD was actually here in the UK. Uh, Now, I don't know if JD was here on a bit of a vacation or where he was visiting friends or anything like that. But JD uh, did manage to attend a gig. And one of the gig, well, the gig he was at was Project Smock as part of their springtime tour. He managed to catch up with the guys. Uh, So, yeah, I said, JD, you better take a microphone with you, pal, and get a chat with these guys. Uh, So... (laughs) Yeah, thankfully he did. So, as well as he was going along to enjoy the gig, I sent him along to do a bit of work for the Rab Show team. And I'm glad I did, because this interview's really quite special. So here's JD and the lads of Project Smock. Yeah, we're uh, Project Smock. Um, I'm managed Ali Levac. I'm Ewan Beard. And I'm Pablo So, uh, we were just talking a little bit before the recording started about some uh, your the tour that you guys are on. And you want to tell me how's it been going so far and what's coming up next? Yes, so we kicked off the tour in Shetland at the Shetland Folk Festival. And that was the 41st year, I think, of the festival. And it's like no festival we've ever done in our entire lives. One of the best festivals we've ever played. 
Um, some of the most drinking we've ever done at a festival <laughs> in our entire lives. But we started off there, and then we our next one was in Aberdeen last week, and then we were in Newcastle just Saturday gone, and tonight we're in Stirling at the toll booth. So yeah, looking forward to the rest of it. I'm excited. Yeah, we're in uh, Denmark tomorrow, and then we're in, actually in Ireland next week. And what's what's all the stops in Ireland? Uh, so we're kicking off in Dublin. Uh, at Whelan's, that's sold out already, so if you're looking for tickets for that one, uh, you're out of luck. But there's still tickets for Limerick on the 19th, uh, Galway on the 20th, and Belfast on the 21st. Cool. Belfast uh, be a good opportunity for some of the Rab Show listeners. Uh, we're talking about the uh, album you guys are starting to work on already? Yes, we've got uh, an album hopefully coming out in November. And we're going to have the studio in June to record the album, so we're just be really good to play some new material, especially playing new material live because we sort of played the, the last album for quite some time now, so yeah. good, to, good to play some new material live. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to hear any new material tonight? Yes, we're actually playing about four new tracks. Yeah, playing, we're just, this tour has been good for previewing tracks before going into the studio, and it's a great way to practice tracks to get used to them and playing a couple of tracks we've never played live before tonight so oh. interested. Dave you? Good. Are you excited? Yeah really looking forward to it. It's actually uh, we never actually got a chance to play any of the stuff from our previous album Bayview live um, so to get the chance to do that now it's, it's, it's proving really beneficial I'd say to just kind of hone in on it and see what what works and what doesn't and I think it will that was a good step for the oh, Bayview came out right before the pandemic, right? Yeah, like so, a month before, yeah. That's great. Been, time. It's been an <laughs> interesting, <laughs> interesting time for live music. Yeah. Uh, cool. And then the other big news we were talking about was the Pre Worlds concert, and that's in August. Yes, that's August uh, 16th, I think um, the gig is. Yeah. Yeah, August 16th. In, uh, it's either in the concert hall, the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall, or the Armadillo down by the Hydro. Hmm. I don't think it's been confirmed which venue has been booked yet, but we're teaming up with Simon Fraser uh, by band for, for that concert. So, it's, yeah, it'll bring a. Totally don't know what to expect. It'll be something completely different for us working with a pipe band. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I mean, you're, you're whistling pipes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And Bora? Bora, yeah. And, and guitar. <clears throat> and on stage with. 25 of the world's best Highland Pipers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quite an experience, I bet. Um, have you guys played with more than him on pipes before? No, actually. I played with a pipe band as part of the Connections two years ago, and the pipe band I played with is totally worth my mind. Were they in Artigera? Yes. Band, what, yeah. what, what pipe band was it? Oh, I can't remember. Really good pipe band, but it was... It was Vale of Alpha? Yes, Villa yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but uh, that was a great experience. Yeah, pretty. I would usually say once enough. Yeah, but, um, I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was something totally different. But yeah, yeah it was good. Looking forward to it. Tor Gay. Um, I think he is he pipe sergeant or pipe major with Sam Fraser. He's been in touch with us. He's been our kind of okay. liaison, and um, so he sent through some sets that they've done previously uh, at concerts. So. I was having a look at them last night. Aesthetically, they look amazing as well with the tenor drummers oh, and all the rest of it. So we're going to need to brush up our look going back. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. 
good stuff. Oh, so there you have it for Project Smock fans and for Simon Fraser University fans. That's a bit of a Rab Show exclusive right there. So, yeah, they're going to be on stage with SFU. That's exciting, isn't it? So, yeah, if you haven't already got tickets for that gig, by the way, I've been promoting it now for the longest time over on Fuse FM. Um, it seems to happen every year for the pre-Worlds concert, is that the tickets go out on general release a few, well, a good few months before the concert actually happens. And nobody buys a ticket until maybe the day before. And, oh, well, when's the concert? Oh, you've been told. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's the Wednesday of World's Week, and everyone always buys the ticket on the Tuesday, the day before. Oh, man, my phone always goes mental on the day of the concert. Oh, Rob, can you sort me out with a ticket? No, I told you months ago to go and get them. And it always sells out. Like, I mean, always sells out. Last year, when Inverarian District hit that concert stage, the place was rammed. It was basically people standing in the aisles just to be there. And I have no doubt that this concert by SFU will be exactly the same. And now that you've heard it on this week's pod that Project Smack will be there as well, that's a double whammy. So, hey, if I wasn't excited for this concert before, I am now. <laughs> uh, so I cannot wait for this. So, hey, that was an awesome catch-up there with the folks at Project Smack. Thank you to JD for taking time out of your you know, your free time, I guess, <laughs> to hang out with the guys at Project Smock and just to hear a little bit of what's going on behind the scenes of their springtime tour. And uh, yeah, we wish them well. I think they're in Denmark currently at the moment. And I, they've got a few more European dates before they do fly back to the UK. And uh, yeah, we'll be keeping up on developments, of course. The guys at Project Smock are doing a lot of exciting things at the moment. So yeah, we'll be keeping across those. Uh, so if you haven't checked them out, by the way, go and have a look at everything that they're up to on socials. Uh, they're quite active of course on instagram facebook all that sort of stuff just check them out project smock or even if you want to google ali Levac and all the rest you can check all his links uh, and that'll yeah you'll find the band a lot of great exciting music there great stuff okay so from one incredible interview i have to get into this next news story that you might think's a little bit boring but honestly it isn't it's quite an exciting opportunity rspba northern ireland uh put an announcement out on their website there recently uh, saying that they're looking for volunteers and now this could be for absolutely everything under the sun and it's not often that we have a branch like this and an, as successful as rspba northern ireland seeking volunteers so I took the opportunity to catch up with, well, old friend of the show, I guess, Aaron McElwain, who's their press officer. And, uh, yeah, got to find out just why and what's going on. So welcome back to the show, the previous voice of Weekly Drone, (laughs) Aaron McElwain. Aaron, how are you, sir? Are you well? Not too bad, Rob. How are you? Good, the best. But we have you on the show here this week on an official capacity. You are the RSPBA Northern Ireland Branch Press Officer. Is that correct? That is correct. So I got your title right. Right. Yeah. So the reason I have you is because of this uh, bit of a news story that dropped from the branch where you guys are looking for volunteers. Tell me about this. What what volunteers are you after? Well, simply put, Rob, um, the Northern Ireland branch um, needs needs everybody. You know what I mean. Um, our our branch is is basically its people. Um, yeah. The successes. Um, over the past um, five decades, six decades, possibly. I can't even remember. I wasn't alive. That's 
big point. It was a good um, while ago, yeah. <laughs> we'll put it like this. We're was it 71st or 72nd Ulster Championships this year. So, mm, you know, that, that gives yeah. you an idea of the history of our branch. But our branch is built on its people. Um, it's bands. It's bands, men and women. Uh, but also people who are maybe not in bands. Mm. Uh, and really what the branch is looking for is um, we need help. We need help to continue the successes um, of the branch. Um, and it's all about teamwork, local people um, working together um, to, to achieve that goal of continuing the successes of our local branch uh, and the continuation of our local contests in Northern Ireland. Yeah. Um, and with that, the branch committee um, had, had discussed this and they're now reaching out to all our people to get involved uh, with helping us out at our local contests. Um, I see. So, so this, this is it, for like things yeah. like car park duty, uh, setting up well, arenas, it's, it's things like that? It's basically for anybody that has um, a passion for pipes and mm. drums, drum majors, um, um, but also has the will to get involved. Um, yeah. Because again, you're volunteering, so you're giving up your time um, to come and help contests continue now you know i'm in a band um and i play in a band but i give up my time to to do press work with the branch you know i i i'm I'm maybe not the best person in the world to do that but i put my name forward uh i was elected into the position and i'm I'm trying to do my best to support local bands and uh, and get our, our our promotion right and get our our name out there mm-hmm. across, you know, Northern Ireland's local uh, populace. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what we're really looking for and what, well, say what we're looking for, the branch executive, what they're looking for is um, people to help and volunteer on Saturdays. Um, well, not just Saturdays. Again, sometimes there can be, you know, Friday afternoons if we needed a bit of setup. But again, who's available to help in the morning time assembling tents uh, for our adjudicators? Mm-hmm. Um, and setting up the arenas, obviously, there's some guidelines for that, and and, and there will be people there will work it out. But it's it's again, it's it's bodies on the field, everybody helping together. And again, it's taking that down at the end of the night again because once we've had that big long day and the results and the finale, it's oh, it's great. Everybody's wanting to get away, whatever. There are those um, that that group of people who just have to then go and spend time taking things apart. We will have mm-hmm. things like litter picking. Okay, it's not a glamorous job, but somebody has to do it. Um, and if everybody helps out, um, we'll get it done an awful lot quicker. Um, we may have times in the morning where a car parking duties, you know, we need people to maybe assist helping people, you know, park, because obviously we want to make sure that, that runs smoothly and everybody gets in and gets parked safely mm. yeah. and efficiently. So again, if we have some people that are all working together to try and manage that, that can work really well. And obviously, there's general contest duties, things that come up throughout the day yeah, that runners. we just need help well, and, and, yeah, and people absolutely. to help. And um, mm-hmm. could that be that um, people maybe um, helping to take the adjudicators' packs uh, once they've done their bit um, to take those then to the compiler's office? That that involves somebody running backwards and forwards all day, yeah. um, things like that, and also then helping out with making sure that our volunteers as a whole and our adjudicators and our officials um, are looked after with hospitality for the day. Again, 
it's it's not the Ritz. It's not, you know, um, silver service. It's It can be tea, coffee, uh, sandwiches, some tray bakes and things like that. It's, it's uh, making sure those men, because the men and women who are out adjudicating all day are doing a valuable job for the branch. Mm. Um, and they're on their feet and, and they're writing and they're writing and providing that service to the bands of, of critiques. You want that, that when they have to take their break, that they can go in and sit down and that you know they get something to eat quickly because again it's not long they're back out on their on 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 the field again um so yeah. again there's people in the background to help that so we're also looking for some um stewards for bands and drum majors um again probably the most um thankless job within the competition arena settings um our stewards have the um wonderful task of rounding up the bands um, to bring them to the contest arena for their allotted times. And you're dealing with pipe majors, pipe sergeants, leading drummers um, who are under pressure maybe at those last moments to just to get their band ready and stuff. And um, it's making sure that that runs efficiently. So band stewards do have a very valuable role um, and sometimes can be quite challenging um but mm-hmm. pleased to say that our our experienced years that we do have have provided a wonderful service i know that because i'm in a band as i've said yeah. i i see how they they work on the day they are always um the most polite people even if if you know they would try you know bands any band out there can try anybody's patience yeah they're trying um, to argue with a pipe major they don't they don't want to do it they don't you know Bands don't want yeah. to be late because you know they want to be difficult, but mm-hmm. that the pressure's on, and and it's saying our 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 band stewards do a valuable job in ensuring that the contest runs efficiently, in yeah. line with what the directors uh, who are governing the contest do, and, and our contest administrators, and and making sure that everything runs smoothly. They have a great job, but again, they're all over the park all day. Oh, I um, yeah, yeah. and again with with drum majors never to be forgotten about. Um, our drum majors, you know, they're there usually first thing in the morning. They have their dress inspection. So it's getting the drum majors all accounted for and then getting them lined up and marching them onto the field and getting them ready. So again, mm. we're looking to recruit on that basis as well. Yeah. And it basically, this is open to anybody uh, from any walks of life. Um, you know, if you have a passion for pipes and drums and drum majors and, and our local contests and you want to maybe give up some of your time. It doesn't have to maybe be every contest locally, if, but, you know, we would certainly welcome anybody's interest. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, uh, really just to get in touch with us. Um, we do have a deadline set of the 31st of May, and obviously um, that's we don't want people leaving it too long. We want to get these things sort of in place, mm-hmm. ready for our first contest. Um, the first contest locally is actually a section competition of the branch. So it's not the branch actually running, it's the Mid-Ulster section yeah. um, within the branch running. It. And, and they have, um, again, their own sort of committee and volunteers uh, and run that competition with the help of the branch. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they, they move it. But again, people in the local areas um, of, of each of the sections can get involved um, locally. At yeah. their local contest, you know they have local knowledge, and 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 it's close by, and they could if they want to give up some time to help 
we would more than welcome it as a branch. Perfect. Uh, and I say that as a branch, the branch is its people. So we're speaking on behalf of all our bands. Um, you know, yeah. it, it's helpful for everybody. So if anybody is interested, Rob, they mm-hmm. can contact us at info at rspbani.org. Um, so that's the email address, info at rspbani.org. Perfect. And I'll say they have um, up until the 30th or 31st, did you say there? The 31st of May. So yeah. don't okay. delay, folks. <laughs> Get your interest in. Absolutely. Um, and certainly, these, the, yeah. It'd be fair to say, Aaron, these competitions don't happen by magic. You know, they don't just magically appear and here's a, a thumping great contest. There's a massive team of people behind the scenes making these a reality. And it's something that sometimes I think band folk take for granted is that, oh, we're heading to the port. Oh, we're going to Cookstown. Oh, we're going to Moira. That these things just don't happen. That there's a massive organizational point behind all of this, you know? Yeah, I think it's fair to say, I, would, I wouldn't maybe go as far to say as that bands take it for granted intentionally. Mm. No, no. Um, yeah. But certainly I know that bands do appreciate Oh, absolutely. They do yeah. appreciate the work and effort that goes into organizing our local contests and keeping them going. Mm. Um, it's, it, it is quite a hard um, task sometimes. But again, all I have certainly been able to see myself mm-hmm. becoming more actively involved with our local branch is that there is a wealth of experience there, yeah. um, but there is also a massive will to help and and ensure and, and purely to do this just for the love of pipe bands you know people yeah. do this you know you maybe see the same people every year helping out and, and it's always the same people that you would sort of think oh oh they do this just because they love to do it they really do mm. because um it is hard it is sometimes hard there's a lot of running about on a day of a championship and mm. and in lead up to the championships i know certainly some colleagues within the branch executive, you know, uh, through the chairman, the contest administrator, the treasurer, you know, they're going out for site meetings um, with local councils. They're meeting with people on Zoom to talk about things, get the money in order, get things agreed, go and yeah. survey. You know, that's a lot of, of effort. And again, all these people are most likely connected with bands themselves. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, they've got a lot on, but uh, it's for the love of it. So if anybody has the passion to get in, uh, passion for pipes and drums and, and the will to, to get involved in whatever way they can, just get in touch um, yeah. and, we, and get talking to the, to the branch executive and, and hopefully we'll get some people on board and we'll help to continue the successes that we already have. Excellent stuff. Aaron, do you know, and from a personal note, it's good to hear your voice back on the pod again, mate. <laughs> Oh, Rob, I'm never too far away, never too far away. Yeah, <laughs> but well, no doubt I'll catch up with you on the grass then, hopefully in Cookstown for the first one, I'm yeah. Looking forward to it, Rob, looking forward to it. Indeed, yeah. So my best all to all you, I... everyone there at Kloskel, and of course, everyone there at RSPBA Northern Ireland. Thanks for taking time to chat with me. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. There you go. Smashing stuff. Yeah, honestly, it's great to hear Aaron back on the show again, isn't it, folks? It's been a while. <laughs> so, yeah, if you are curious at all and, and anything that we've been chatting about there, about that opportunity, uh, yeah, go along to the RSPBA Northern Ireland Branch website or you can email them there through that email address that Aaron's just give you. Uh, yeah, honestly, this is quite an exciting opportunity uh, for people who do have a little bit of time attending a competition and can possibly help, you know. Uh, so, 
absolutely. If you want to be a part of things and help these competitions run smoothly, there's your opportunity. There you are. Okay. So from one exciting announcement from a RSPBA branch uh, to a bit of an exciting announcement from John Doe, who um, for this last while he's been teasing at stuff. All right. Now I've been messaging John going, John, what are you up to? And he wouldn't answer me. He said, oh, Rab, you have to wait. Oh, you have to see. Oh, mm-hmm. Now, he's been publishing stuff like, you know, like one o'clock in the morning and he's sitting in front of all these sheets of music and stuff and saying, working on something new. And it's, John, what's going on? Well, for fans of John Doe and all of his work, well, we finally found out this week what he's up to. But rather than have me tell you... Why not let John tell you himself? Hello, John Dew here, and I'm absolutely delighted to announce the release of my brand new digital collection, Pipe Suites. Join me on Friday the 19th of May, right here on Facebook and YouTube, for the virtual launch of this collection. Pre-orders are now available in the link below, and use the discount code PIPESUITES, all in capital letters, as a coupon code from my website for £5 off your order. Kickoff will be at 730 uh, and I'll be showcasing some of the new pieces, talking a little bit about the product, and some new music videos as well. We can't wait to see you there, Friday the 19th of May, for the virtual launch of my brand new collection, Pipe Suites. We'll see you then. Yeah, so that was from a little bit of a Facebook announcement that John put out there uh, about a day ago, a couple of days ago. But he was launching, well, will be launching on the 19th of May, a brand new digital collection of Pipe Suites. Wow. So this is a brand new collection of all bagpipe music, uh, compiling 11 pieces of uh, multiple pipers, or four multiple pipers, I should say. Yeah, can I just say that John is honestly one of the masters whenever it comes to composing pipe suites. Now, I'm sure we've featured these albums on previous rap shows. We've talked about the Highbridge Walk, of course, and Mackerel Sky. Uh, both of those albums are in heavy rotation over on Fuse FM. We play them all the time. Uh, so, but yeah, it's his suites of music that, especially during the last Inverarian District concert, where one of them was a, one of John's actually big arrangements, which was A Night in That Land. That's one of his. Uh, so he helped compose all of that. So if you are curious at all, then yeah, go along to John Doe's website. Uh, so yeah, I know I've kind of. <laughs> I don't know just how much to sing the praises of Highbridge Walk and Mackerel Sky. I'm a huge fan of both of those albums. I know I've probably played them to death now. Uh, but, yes, if you're anyway curious, go and check out John Do Music on social media where he'll be doing this launch uh, live on the 19th of May. Uh, so, yeah. I, for one, will definitely be tuning in. You can actually go and pre-order these right now. You can go to his website and go and lift them right now. And don't forget to use that uh, promo code that he just mentioned there. Pipe Suites, all in caps, uh, all in big letters, and you'll get a fiver off. So, hey, you've heard it here first, I guess, or maybe on his Facebook post. uh, But definitely go and check those out. Right, I'm going to have to get John on the show to hear more about this. Because, yeah, John's been a good friend of the show here for the longest time. Do you remember, John, he was actually uh, playing for us during those beer tent events that we had over the pandemic and stuff. And, yeah, it's always awesome to hang out with John. And I'm a huge fan of his music. So, yeah, you should be too. All right. So, 
It's all happening Friday the 19th, the official digital launch of this brand new collection of music where you can go and, yeah, download it off John's website. There you are. Shameless plug, but a very exciting shameless plug. So, yeah, shout out to John. But yeah, I, oh, I'll be definitely tuning in for that. I'm really excited for that. Awesome stuff. Good, right. So, John, if you're listening to the pod right now, mate, we are now booking you on the show. Expect an email or two or a phone call, and I'm definitely getting you onto the show, pal. So, expect that, all right? (laughs) All right, let's move on to the next news story, shall we? Right, I I can't go any further without talking about piping live. Yeah, today, at the point of recording this on the 17th of May... Piping Live officially announced its return for 2023. Now, we have already had the dates in our calendar now for a while. It's from Saturday the 12th to Sunday the 20th of August, which is honestly, it's our Christmas. We knew rightly it was coming, uh, but now we have it officially in black and white that, yes, it's happening. Now, Piping Live will be celebrating their 20th anniversary this year, which is crazy because I remember the very first Piping Live Um so I'm, yeah, I'm that old, folks. Uh, <laughs> now, the Pipe and Life Festival is huge. You guys know it is huge. But uh, this festival normally attracts in around 30,000 attendees to Glasgow every year. And they're hoping to attract even more this incoming year. With the 20th anniversary of this incredible festival... Yeah, they're more than excited for the lineup that they have promised for this year's Pipe and Live. It's going to be an awesome celebration. Now, whenever we look for quotes and stuff, and we always like getting a bit of a quote and a statement here in the show, according to the press release, uh, Finlay MacDonald, of course, who's the artistic director for Pipe and Live, he said, uh, We are delighted to be launching the 20th edition of Pipe and Live. It's incredible to think back on how much the festival has grown in the last 20 years. I'm extremely proud to be involved in the direction of what is now a major cultural and musical event for Scotland and the global piping and traditional music scene. He couldn't be more right, in my opinion. Yeah. Seeing how Pipe and Life started out on those fledgling years, uh, you know, playing in Marquees and George Square, to what it is now, and where it encompasses the entire city, and there are pipers on every doorstep, every street corner, the, the entire city just lives and breathes bagpipes for an entire week. Now, if you're not a piping fan and you live in Glasgow, might not be the best place in the world to be, uh, but for piping fans, it's an absolute mecca. You have to attend piping live at least once in your career uh, as a bagpiping fan, I guess. <laughs> I cannot recommend it enough. So, right, let's get into some of the lineup. Now, we have, we've been told that there are certain normal ones that are returning, I guess. Uh, so, mm, returning again. Uh, so, we have the Pipe Major Alistair Gillies Memorial Challenge. That's coming back again. Yeah, we also have the International Quartets. That's been confirmed as well. Uh, we have the Masters Solo Piping Competition. That's happening. Uh, we have the Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition. Of course, we have Pipe Idol as well. That's happening. Oh, there's a plethora of other stuff. All right, so I would urge you now, rather than me sit here and read a hashtag list for you, Go along now to the Pipe and Live web- website, all right, where you can now go and pre-order tickets. Well, not right now, actually. I think the tickets are launched on Friday. Yeah, that's stuff that Rab got wrong. Oh, goodness sake, Rab. I can't even read my own script. Um, <laughs> yeah, go along. Uh, the 19th of May on Friday, uh, you can go and pre-order your tickets for all of these upcoming events for this year's Pipe and Live. Now, as I said, those big events that I did mention, the Alistair Gillies Memorial 
the International Quartet, the Pipe Idol competition, and others can really sell out incredibly quickly uh, because these are just so popular and some of the venues aren't huge. Uh, so if you do want to be in the audience for these, then yeah, get onto the Pipe and Live website on Friday morning. First thing, get your tickets for this. Avoid disappointment. Uh, so yes, for your full lineup and who's competing where and when and all that stuff, uh, as well as gigs aplenty all across the city. Uh, oh yeah, the Street Cafe is back again. I know some people had asked about that. Yeah, Street Cafe is back. It's happening. Uh, so, hey, there's a lot to divulge, and we'll get into all of it, I'm sure, as we get closer to Pipe and Live, and we'll do a full Pipe and Live preview podcast like we do every year. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot to unpack, but we are so excited to see Pipe and Live back again. Yeah, there's been a lot across social media uh, today in particular, because today is the official announcement day for Pipe and Live. Uh, but for full information, I would urge you. Rather than sticking onto your socials and stuff, but go to the actual website. There's a lot more information there on the Pipe and Live website. Uh, they also have, uh, I think, a bit of a newsletter or an early sign-up sheet where you can provide your email address and you'll get first dibs, I think, for tickets. They'll, they'll give you a notification to say when they go live. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Go along to the Pipe and Live website. I've said enough about it. It's just stupidly exciting <laughs> to see Pipe and Live back again. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. The 20th anniversary of Pipe and Live is going to be one to celebrate. And I have no doubt this is going to be an absolutely stellar festival this year. Uh, because, yeah, last year, I think in a bit of a video, I noticed that Finley had said that last year, you know, it was a great festival. But things were just starting to get back into going again. But he reckons that this year, in 2023, will really hit the ground running. This is one festival that will not be one to miss it yeah you're gonna want to get to pipe and live this year all right so expect me to be talking all about pipe and live between now and that week in august so be prepared but we will be doing a full pipe and live preview so if you are curious about the events that we believe that you should be attending then uh yeah keep your eye out for that indeed all right kind of hard to believe it's 20 years since we did the first one 23 piping live loads of loads of great stuff um our opening night is the kind of second year of a cool new kind of new music um contemporary music night we've got the brilliant caitlin maggie from estonia who does lots of kind of looping and samples and really cool stuff at the same time we've got the masters piping competition happening so i guess that that does show you that whole blend of you know doing the traditional competing stuff but also trying to push the boundaries with the, the more modern contemporary stuff. So I come in when I was a lot younger all the way from New Zealand um, and then I play, I've played in Pipe Idol twice as well so uh, first time I made it to the final and it, after that um, it just sparked the obsession with coming along to piping live and, and playing pipes. So this year I'll be playing in the Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition. Uh, so I'm one of four and I believe I'm the Scottish representative for that. Well, I think it's a bit of a kind of a meeting point for everyone and it's like a bit of excitement, just not just having the competition. So it gives people time to kind of enjoy all sorts of piping and outside the piping centre and also to do their practices, have out like a night, you know, down here watching music. It's, it's good for a, a social for everyone, not just kind of turn up for a competition, I think. Yeah. For me, it's like a gathering of people and you see like across the world, there's people come together and they plan their year around piping live in the worlds and 
I think it's it's just a really like good energy festival and I think that's a really positive thing. I'm really looking forward to just seeing other instruments imp- implemented with pipes and um, you know um, playing in solo competitions and in pipe bands you, it's a lot of just bagpipes but I'm really looking forward to seeing Ulan pipes you know fiddles whistles everything like that so that'll be really interesting for me. The message this year is come along enjoy it um, you know the last few years have been tricky with lots of different kind of restrictions in place. Last year was the kind of first full go at it again but I think this year really does feel like the one where it's kind of brewing up for a a proper um, belter of a pint in life. Oh, exciting announcements are plenty, but let's get into some draws then, shall we? Yes, well, just as I was saying, that uh, at the point of recording this, the draw for the Mid-Ulster Championships has, well, is now taking place. Uh, I'm actually looking at the video on my screen right now, where the two guys have, like, the spinny machines, and they're drawing numbers out like a game of bingo. Um, (laughs) It's a bit odd watching it all, but, yeah, it's happening right now. The draw for the Mid-Ulster Championships, which is the first competition here in Northern Ireland. Uh, So, yes, the draw is up. You can go and check that out, hopefully on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website, uh, shortly after I publish this week's pod. There you are. So the Mid-Ulster Championships in the 3rd of June in sunny Cookstown. And I think there's about 30-odd bands, 30-something. 30, 30 I can't remember now. Uh, I did remember reading that somewhere. Uh, but, yeah, I just wanted to give it a bit of a plug and say if you are curious about how many bands and who all's in what grade, then hopefully the draw for Cookstown will be published shortly up on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. There you are. All right, now, this kind of did fly under the radar because there wasn't any official announcement from RSPBA themselves, but the draw for the Euros, the European Championships in Aberdeen, has been, well, took place today, actually. Yeah, 17th. Told you it's been a busy day today. Uh, So, yeah, you can go and check that out. It's up there now on the RSPBA website, and I'm going to delve through it in a little bit of detail here. Now, we have two heats, first of all, for our junior drum majors. So, yeah, that's encouraging as well. So, similar to the UK's, uh, we have two heats for the Euros. There you are. And same for the juveniles as well. Uh, So, yeah, (laughs) same for the juveniles. Two heats for the drum majors and juveniles in the Euros. Uh, As for the adult drum majors, we have four heats then in total uh, for them. So, again, a lot of very familiar names. And you can delve through all of that if you are curious as to who's competing. But let's get into the bands then, shall we? For the European Championships in Aberdeen. Okay, Novice Juvenile B. Quite a big jump in numbers here, folks. We have 18 bands in total, including a band from Australia, actually, where Knox Grammar School are travelling over. Uh, So, hey, this is quite a big grade. So, Novice Juvenile B, 18 bands in total. Not going to list them all for you, but just wanted to give a particular shout-out to Knox Grammar School, who are making that journey all the way from sunny Australia to compete in Aberdeen. Yeah, so that's exciting. Okay, on to Novice, Novice Juvenile A, uh, where they have nine bands in total. And again, Knox Grammar School have a band entered into that grade as well from Australia. Uh, so, yeah, on to, well, let's read actually. Who do we have here in Novice A? Uh, High School of Dundee, Dollar Academy, St. Columbus School, uh, Knox Grammar School from Australia, just mentioned. Uh, we have Stirling and District Schools, George Watson's College, uh, West Lothian Schools, North Lanarkshire Schools, and George Harriet's. There you are. So that's your novice A. Yeah. So quite interesting already. Good good uh, turnout for both those grades. But on to grade 4B then. All right. 12 bands in total. Yeah. For a major championship, I was expecting a slightly bigger entry. But um, 
Yeah, we have 12. So we have Grey Friars, Pipes and Drums, kicking things off. We have Govan Community Pipe Bands. We have the City of Aberdeen themselves, which is a rename, I think. Isn't that right? We mentioned that in last week's pod. Yeah. Uh, but we'll not refer to them by their old name. We'll refer to them as the City of Aberdeen. They are. So <laughs> we also have Stockbridge Pipe Band. We have Granite City as well. We have Fraserburgh RBL. Now, this is one that I'm going to pronounce incorrectly, so apologies. So the Venello, Venlo, Vene, Venlo, I think. Venlo Caledonium. They're a band from the Netherlands. So apologies for pronouncing your name incorrectly. Stuff that rap got wrong. There you go. Uh, we also have the city of Inverness in there. Dunnan, Argyle. We have Elon and District, or Ellen and District, RBL. What's wrong with me? Uh, we have Reading, Scottish Pipe Band, and the city of Discovery. There you are. So 12 bands in total there in 4B, including a band from the Netherlands. So that's awesome. Yeah. Great stuff. So that's grade 4B at the Euros. Grade 4A then. 15 bands in total in here. That's quite a good grade for a major. However, not too many bands again from Northern Ireland. I noticed in grade 4B, not too many. Uh, well, in fact, none, I don't think. So, yeah, looking at grade 4A, none from Northern Ireland as well. So, yeah, let's go through them. We have Coulter and District, kicking things off in 4A. We have Kinross and District, The Vale of Athol, Irvine and District, Kirkcaldy and District, Strathendrick, Camlon and District, Royal Borough of Stirling, the RAF, Lossiemouth, Oddingston uh, Strathclyde, Kilbarkin, Perth and District, Bundeslanden District, yeah, Bundeslanden District, uh, RAF, Central Scotland Pipes and Drums, and Troon Blackrock. Yeah, there you go. So, tw- 15 bands in total there in Grade 4A. So, yeah, quite a good turnout, although for a major, ah, you know, 15 bands is still good, I reckon. Yeah, a lot of competition to be had there. Alright, onto the juvenile grade. Four bands in there. George Watson's College, Preston Lodge, George Harriet's and Dollar. Dollar Academy. So that's our four in the juvenile grade. Looking forward to that. On to grade 3B then. We had eight bands in grade 3B. Which is not magic for a major. Still not a lot of bands in there. But uh, when you compare it to the entry for the UK Championships where there was just three bands in, in grade 3B. Hmm. Yeah, it's still an improvement, I guess. So the three bands, or the three bands we have for the UKs, you can go and read those on that draw, but the eight bands that we have here for Grade 3B, we have Arbroath, we have Ross and Carmarty, uh, Air Pipe Band Society, Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums, Methylon District, Macanta, Cooper Angus, and Mid Argyle. Yeah, so that's your eight bands. Okay, on to Grade 3A then. Yeah. A bit of a bump in numbers here from the UKs. We've 15 bands in here in total for 3A. We have Kilmarnock, Deeside Caledonia, the City of Inverness, Ebrador, Pitlockery and Blair Athol, uh, Mulgai, Buck and Peterson, Turriffin District, Dunbar, RBL, City of Newcastle, the Vale of Athol, Mackenzie Caledonian, uh, Colburn, IOR, the City of London, Denny and Donnypace, and Stockbridge. There you are. It's quite a competitive grade there. There's quite a number of names. There are bands that I'm excited to see. Mm. Yeah, but that's ah, that's all I'm going to say on that front. But 15 bands in that, yeah, in the running there for the Euros. Good luck to you all there in 3A. That's a competitive grade right there. All right. Speaking of competitive grades, we're about to get on to possibly one of the most silly competitive grades this season, grade two. Yeah, we have 10 bands in total here in grade two. Kicking things off with the Royal Borough of Annan, then Port Leithen and District, Buck and Peterson, the City of Edinburgh, Highland Granite, Oban, then the Glasgow Sky Association, Uddingston, 
City of Discovery, and then the Isle of Islay boys. There you are. So 10 bands in total in Grade 2. Yeah. But again, I'm starting to see here that there's no Northern Ireland bands making the trip here. For both 3A and Grade 2, yeah, there's no Northern Ireland bands in there at all. So I guess that's the sign of the times, folks. Uh, Cost of living, the cost of travel, and all of that is definitely appearing to be biting. And a lot of bands unable to travel. Uh, So... Let's go on to grade one then, shall we? Yeah, well, we are. Yeah, we see in our usual 10 in here, aren't we, for grade one? So we have Scottish Power kicking things off, followed by Inverary. Then we have the Police Scotland Fife, then Shots and Shots and Dykehead. Then we have the Field Marshal Montgomery, People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate, Johnstone, Police Scotland and Federation, Kloss Kelt, and then at the end of the pack, then St. Lawrence O'Toole. There you are. So that's your 10 in grade one. So. Hey, I don't know. It's shaping up to be quite an interesting season so far. We're seeing a load of bands in for the UK Championships because that's where the major championship is. And not too many Scottish bands making the trip across the Irish Sea to juke it out for the UKs. Now we're starting to see the opposite happening for the Euros. A lot of Scottish bands competing for the Europeans, whereas not too many Irish or Northern Irish bands doing that. But, however... Uh, yeah, we have you know Field Marshal, Klaus Kelt, St. Lawrence O'Toole all jumping across that to, to juke it out in grade one. There you are. So, I guess this could be a future topic of the week right there. Where, uh, yeah, competitions on both sides of the Irish Sea are starting to see bands unable to travel for various different reasons. I did say there, you know, it could be financial, but there could be other factors at play here as well. You just don't know. But if you do have your own opinions on this, you can always... Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com or you can let us know on Weekly Drone. What are your thoughts on this? Um, we are starting to see this affecting numbers. And I guess this is the, well, the cost of living crisis and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's one of those things that will be affecting our season this year. But hopefully as we do see more uh, major championships draw in the future, uh, hopefully we will see numbers continue to increase. But yeah. The numbers here at the Europeans are definitely an increase in what we've seen for the UK, so it's encouraging. So hopefully this trend will continue and we'll see more numbers at future major championships. Yeah. All right. Let's fly on. So if you are curious about that, go to rspba.org. You can go and check that out. It's up there now on their calendar, uh, the draw for the Euros. And you can go back and uh, look at the one for the UK and compare and contrast. There you are. <laughs> Okay, well, I do know that at the beginning of the pod, we already give our plug for the Piper's Dojo, and we're talking about their Peabrook event. I want to talk about something that they're doing in June. Now, this is really quite interesting, because it's called the Piper's Dojo, isn't it? But this is something for drummers. Yeah, they're running a drumming event, Dojo U Drumming. It's a free webinar where you can join in, and yeah, it's about getting your drummer's performance ready. Yeah, so it'll be hosted by Ed Best, and the entire thing is free. So if you know a drummer who might be interested in watching all of this, or even if you are a drummer listening right now, go to uh, pipersdojo.com forward slash workshops, and you can follow all the links there for the drumming webinar. This is all happening on June 4th at 12 noon EDT, which is New York time, and it's completely free. So just tune in, and there'll be lots of great advice and tips to get performance ready for this incoming season 
and a lot of great advice. So, of course, having worked with Ed Best before, he's a great teacher. And, uh, yeah, if he can teach me, he can teach anyone. <laughs> so, yeah, go and check that out. Shout out to the Piper's Dojo. They've been announcing it across all of their socials and stuff. So, yeah, we just wanted to throw another little plug in for them this week. Uh, definitely one to check out there. One for drummers, indeed. Okay, well, before we get into dates for your diary and everything, uh, I wanted to draw your attention to a bit of a prize giveaway that's happening right now on Flam 5. Yeah, we've been talking about Flam 5 drumming, of course, for the longest time with their incredible cases that they have. Uh, So, hey, what's not to love? They're fantastic, aren't they? And they are a bit of a fashion statement now, I guess. A lot of drummers are really after these now because they are the in thing. They're very cool and very practical as well. So, yeah, I know it sounds like a plug, but honestly, that that's the truth. <laughs> so, yeah, Flam 5 Drumming are running a bit of a giveaway currently on their social media, well, across all of their social media, actually, their Facebook, Instagram, on their website as well, flam5drumming.com, where you can get an opportunity to actually win a case yeah that's that's amazing so all you have to do is do your usual facebooky stuff you know like and tag and do all that stuff and you could be entered into a prize giveaway to get a brand new version 2 snare or tenor drum case so for full information of course just go and check out flam5 and all of their social media or check their website like i just said there flam5drumming.com and yeah you could be entered into their prize draw and get a free case what's not to love about that Awesome stuff. So shout out to Flam5. What a great opportunity. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of drummers entering that competition to get a free drum case. Awesome stuff. Okay. So before, yeah, I know I did, I did say it before, all the, the dates for the diary. There's one more story I have to squeeze in here. The Rafo Ulster Scots Heritage Day. Just wanted to remind you, it's happening on the 27th of May. It's a definite date for your diary uh, that I haven't got in my show notes, but I just wanted to squeeze it in. Uh, so yeah, for any band that's interested in taking part in it, yeah, all you have to do is contact the Ulster Scots Agency and book your spot. Yeah, so it's a huge heritage festival uh, inviting pipers and drummers from all across Ireland to take part. So if you're anywhere in the Ruffo area, or even if you're not, then contact the Ulster Scots Agency. Uh, this is all happening on the 27th of May. So it's a good opportunity for a bit of a gather-up and a, I don't know, a bit of a Saturday practice, I guess. You could look at it that way. Uh, but yeah the attending public will definitely be very thankful to see you coming and i do know i think queen elizabeth pipe band who are newly reformed are actually running a bus to it as well so if you are curious and wanting to attend then you can head along on a bus along with queen elizabeth pipe band there you go i do know other bands that are running trips to it as well so yeah just check out the socials and stuff but search for rafo yeah the rafo ulster scots heritage day that's happening on the 27th of may cool stuff cool stuff all right uh, one last plug. Yes, I know I keep plugging, but yeah, keep noticing stories as I go. Uh, the entries are closing for the Edinburgh Academy competition, the Edinburgh Pipe Band Championships, which are happening on the 18th of June. Uh, the closing date for that is Friday, Friday 19th of May. So depending on when you're listening to this, it may have already closed. Uh, but yes, for all grades, including drum majors, the closing date for entries is the 19th of May. There you are. Just wanted to throw that in there. Okay. That's it for all the news and updates. If you've made it this far, congratulations. I did tell you there's a serious amount of news to get through, and I have no doubt whatsoever that we have missed something. So, yeah, as always, get your emails into us if there's anything we've missed. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com for anything that we've missed. 
Ah, right. There's one last thing that I was going to mention here before we get into the dates for your diary. And that is that this week is Mental Health Awareness Week. Ourselves and the Big Rab Show team are very keen to promote this. And if you are curious at all about what mental health... uh, you know what mental health week is and what the foundation do as part of the awareness through this week then you can go and check out mentalhealth.org.uk for full information the hashtag this week is mental health mental health awareness week or hashtag to help my anxiety yeah us here in the piping scene are all very aware of the impacts of our very competitive worlds can have on all of us it can be quite stressful and mental health is a very important aspect of what we do here in the piping scene So we have featured many different topics on this on mental health and dealing with the stress and anxiety of competing at a high level or even at a low level. And uh, yeah, the reminder to ourselves to be kind to ourselves and to take care of our own mental health. So this week is Mental Health Awareness Week. And yeah, use the hashtag to help my anxiety or to yeah, Mental Health Awareness Week. And for more information, go to mentalhealth.org.uk for full information on the yeah the awareness week indeed i just wanted to drop that in there and let you all know that that is this week there you are all right okay i'll not keep you any further you guessed it it's time for dates for your diary isn't it mclennan bagpipes by north carolina artisan instrument maker roddy mclennan from Euston, scotland proud supplier of bagpipes small pipes and chanters to ali the piper one-of-a-kind instruments crafted from the finest materials using traditional skills for more than 30 years attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument but also a work of art custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry repair restoration replacement refurbishment services also available Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. It's time for Dates for Your Diary here on the Big Rap Show podcast. Yes, indeed. Time for dates for your diary. So, get your pen and paper ready. Time to start scribbling down something that's happening in the next coming weeks. Aye. Right. Well, of course, as mentioned earlier, this weekend we have the Dollar Academy Pipe Band Championship. Yeah, this would have been the weekend of the British Championships, but yeah, we know that old story. So, this weekend we're heading to Dollar instead. So, this is quite an exciting competition, actually, with drawing in quite a number of bands and drum majors from across. Uh, So, really looking forward to this one. So, that's a day for your diary, the 20th of May. Yeah, the Dollar Pipe Band Competition. Then, of course, on the 3rd of June, we're going to Cookstown for the first one here in the Northern Ireland calendar. Yeah, the Mid-Ulster Championships. This is also drawing in quite a number of bands from all across Ireland. So looking forward to this one. So that's the first minor here in Northern Ireland. So definitely one to attend. Yeah, Cookstown for the Mid-Ulster Championships on the 3rd of June. Then, of course, the following week, then the 10th of June, is our first major in the calendar, the UK Championships in Lurgan. Now, we've talked about this in previous Rab shows, about why this is exciting, but I do you don't need me to tell you. But, yeah, you should already have this date in your diary, the 10th of June, the UK Championships in Lurgan. Grab your tickets for it. Avoid your disappointment. There you are. 
on the 17th of June then the following week we're going to Moira for the Lisburn and Castlereagh championships here in Northern Ireland yeah that's definitely one to catch Moira fantastic venue yeah Lisburn and Castlereagh championships looking forward to that one 17th of June then of course on the 24th of June we have the European Championships in Aberdeen. Yes, this is shaping up to be quite a huge competition actually. Uh, so yeah, details of that are still being kind of trickled out over social media of what we are to expect. So looking forward to the Euros, 24th of June. Yeah, I'm going to give you one final date for your diary then which takes us into the 1st of July. Yes, the All-Ireland Championships this year are going to be held in Northern Ireland in Ballymena. Now, Ballymena is a fantastic venue. I've sung its praises many times over on Fuse FM. Uh, but yeah, Ballymena for the All-Ireland Championships on the 1st of July. There you are. So get those dates into your diary. There you are. Okay, that's pretty much it for Dates for Your Diary. And as always, if there's anything we've missed, if there's any events or that that you would like to plug on Dates for Your Diary, then please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. For Dates for Your Diary. There you are. All right, well, you've waited this long, I guess. So well done. You deserve a medal at this point. There's been a lot happening in the scene, isn't there? So yeah, you guessed it. At this point of the show, it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the Topic of the Week. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. This is Robert Smock and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yeah, there we go. All right. Ah, yes. That cup of tea was well deserved this week, I think. Yeah. So, yes, you might have guessed by the title of this week's episode, we're going to be chatting to Eric Evanhouse. Now, for a lot of you out there, I'm sure that name will ring a bell. Uh, so, yeah, he's been featured quite often, of course, on the Chanter Rant podcast, and he's a good friend of the show here on the Big Rab Show team. But it's been a long time coming. We've never really had a chance to chat with Eric and actually bring him onto the show to hear more about his... Uh, antics, I guess. Yeah, Eric is quite a prolific composer, of course, the composer of the Big Rab Show Hornpipe. And uh, yeah, we just had to bring Eric onto the show to hear more about his writing and his plans for the future. So let's get into it. Let's welcome Eric to the podcast. So welcome to the podcast, Eric Avonhouse. Eric, it's been too long. <laughs> I'm so been- glad to be coming on with you, Rab. This is awesome. Yeah, we've been trying to line up this conversation. Now, full disclosure for the listeners to the pod right now, we've been trying to line this up for quite a while, but things have just been a bit crazy here in the UK this last while. So thanks for taking time to finally chat oh, with us. No, my, my pleasure. Absolutely. For sure. <laughs> so for people who don't know who you are, well, I suppose most listeners will know that you're the composer of the Big Rab Show Hornpipe. Oh, yes. Yeah, you, which that blew up way bigger than I could have ever expected. <laughs> so I thank you for that. Uh, no, that we so love big, it. I can't even can't even play it myself. I tried. It's I'm still oh, working really? on it. Oh yeah, no, it's it's one of those tunes. I wrote it. I wrote the first couple of parts, and I could play it. And I started mm. writing the other stuff, and I didn't write it on my channel. I wrote it just on the computer, just oh, kind of doing right. stuff. And then I yeah. realized, oh man, I made it too hard to play for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
That's why I haven't recorded it, but I appreciate everybody that has gone out and tried to play it and has played it way better than I would have played it. And we've had some <laughs> real good arrangements there, and I'm, I'm sure like we've had a bit of a remix as well done. It's done on a bit more of a game show style, you know, more oh, I, of a, I a jingle. It. I love it now when it comes out with the... Uh, now that you've reused it for the, uh, the dance diary, for your diary, right? yeah, I, mean, I almost tried to hurt it back. I'm like, he hasn't thrown it away. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely no. We like to wheel it out every now and again, and even the proper hornpipe version. But we do love to hear that too. Oh yeah, uh, no, it's so it's so great. I'm, I'm, you, you flatter me and have done me a huge amount of uh, recognition that I could have never have dreamed when I wrote it. So I thank uh, you guys so much. It's not at all. It's awesome. but- if anything, it's been a bit of a test for some pipers out there, especially that third part, you know. <laughs> like I said, I can't even play it. I wrote it. Yeah. It, I can play it on my practice channel, but that's about it. So It's a challenge, yeah. Uh, so we have thrown it out there all across our socials, of course, and uh, I'm following this interview today. We'll share it out again. So if any pipers do want to try it, good luck. Uh, yeah, but have fun with it. It's a heck of a tune. Uh, you know, I think we, we did have a few snare drummers try it. I think Cobra tried it. Didn't he? I think from and, the uh, Chicago the lead paper. drummer from uh, from Bog Hall. Yeah, Karen yes, McClellan. Great. Yeah, he did an mm. awesome one. That's it. So uh, yeah, there's been some out there that have tried it. So go ahead, have a go. Why not? <laughs> so Jeez. Eric, that brings me on to the first bit of the one to talk to you about. Really, sure. is your work in composition? Then is this just something that you've you know taken up recently in recent years, or mm-hmm. has this always been a lifelong thing? No, well, so kind of my background with music, just period, to kind of give you a feeling. So yeah. when I was like 12, 13 years old, right in the middle of the 80s, had dreams of being a rock guitar hero. So I worked, saved up some money, got myself a guitar, started learning how to play classical guitar. That's kind of my bread and butter. I played years and years and years of Bach and Mozart and Vivaldi and stuff like that for years. Mm-hmm. And that kind of morphed into like a rock guitar thing. I played in a couple of bands, but they were never really good. Um, and took a little bit of like jazz theory just just so I could be able to do uh you know guitar playing as a whole try to be well rounded. And then I had kids and I kind of stopped playing for a little bit. You know how that goes, you get kind of busy, you're taking care of kids and family and stuff. So it wasn't until I started playing the pipes back in 2005 and and for me, I'm so used to playing western music that Scottish music was just seemed like a giant reach for me, mm. right? So it literally came down just I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give this a try. I wrote a couple of tunes that I'll never share because they're freaking awful. But <laughs> uh, that kind of got the door open for me. And at the time, um, I was starting to do research in the uh, Piper's Dojo. So here's a shout out to the dojo. But they actually have an online course that you can take. It's not part of the regular every month thing. It's an actual additional course you pay. I think it costs like maybe 300 US dollars. But it's a composition course. And it's meant to span six months and it's all in-depth composition, right? So now you can take that. I went and took that course and it, oh my gosh, like overnight, just all the techniques that they, again, more shameless plug for Dojo. But the um, the more that you're able to do it, the more that there, it gives you different techniques for composing. So for me, I would just diddle around with a channer and that's kind of where it would, I'd hear a tune in my head and try to mimic what I heard in my head. But he gives you the tools where you can actually write it on a computer or even on paper without even having a channel around you. Wow. So, and I'm starting to write actual tunes. And it's kind of funny because I don't like normally just sit around the house writing them. I usually practice. I go into work about 45 minutes before work and I sit in my car in the parking lot and I play. That's when I practice my channel stuff. So a lot of the tunes that I've written have all come from the front seat of my car. Literally, that's where I just compose. Right. Yeah. And it's just 
it's just been kind of like the tools from the dojo plus just stuff that I could be able to hear in my head. And thankfully, bagpipe music isn't as hard as I thought it was compared to like having to try to compose like classical music with all these polyforms and all these other kind of things. So mm-hmm. I was able to do that. But I mean, it kind of all plays in together. So my love of music just period. But, you know, the thing for for me was just like I never I never set out to write stuff to like get any kind of big or ooh, I'm going to write a tune book or whatever. I was just writing tunes for my friends. Like, I just thought it was cool to, like, be able to write a tune for someone that's, like, I'll n- nobody would ever write me a tune. I don't think I'm that important, but they're important to me, so I write tunes for my friends, right? So yeah. I do have some silly name tunes. Don't don't get me wrong. I have some silly ones and, and some <laughs> rated R ones that I won't share on the show yep. uh, that are kind of double <laughs> entendres. However, I my, my bread and butters, I love writing tunes for people that I know that may not have gotten a tune for them. And 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 yeah, eventually my book is. I'm going to try to get a book done. I have enough tunes to put out a book, but I, I like just giving my music away. I guess that's kind of bad of me. I know a lot of other uh, composers like getting paid, but I guess for me, it would just it's just the thrill of someone playing my music. That's kind of like the biggest reach for me. So hope I'm not go. blathering on, but that's kind not of, at all. That's no. kind of the down and dirty for that. Yeah, but if anything, you've answered a, a range of other questions here. I, I do know that a lot of composers out there, that's their thats their thinking. They're composing music because they want to hear people play it. And uh, so whenever you're composing music, then are you thinking about the solo musician in mind? Or are you thinking, I want to hear a band playing this? Oh, dude, tune. Just the tune. Doesn't matter. Doesn't I mean, matter, yeah. No, because like sometimes like I try to test myself. Like you've seen that, like I've written a couple of like, I call them the Weird Al parodies, right? Like a like instead of Amazing Grace, I've written Amazing Disgrace, where I've taken some parts yeah. of the tune and redone <laughs> it, right? Or instead of Highland Wedding, I wrote Highland Divorce, and I cut two parts out, and so the ex-wife got the other two parts in the settlement kind of thing. <laughs> but honestly, it's like, I don't think of it in terms of like solo and band playing. Mm. I think a good tune is a good tune. Um, you know, yes. obviously, there are tunes that are written and that are well are well made for uh, solo pipers, but most of my tunes I think could go either way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I really don't, I, I really never think of, Oh, I've got this, I've got this awesome thing and, and I can just put it down and, Oh, this is going to be great for a band. No, I, I tried to write it. And, and I don't write mm-hmm. the hardest tunes either. Like, I mean, I don't consider myself Lincoln Hilton by any means. I mean, he is like absolutely like the top tier in my book. I mean, the man cranks out tunes that are so technically difficult that I can't touch them yeah (laughs) but so i kind of like to i kind of like to think that my tunes are written for the you know just the everyday player that may not you know never get above grade three you know so they can definitely play these tunes and bands can play those tunes and and um so i never get into that thing like oh yeah you know i know that uh you know angus mccall is going to play this tune at the glenn fiddick or you know (laughs) but i mean that's not going to happen. My tunes are way too simple for that. So, oh, so yeah, you're you're writing tunes for the tune. That's it. You're, you're not writing just, it just for the tune. Yeah, I, I think if there's any, if there's anything like it's kind of selfish, I guess I'm writing the tunes for myself first because I want to hear something that sounds good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people that you know you go out and buy a tune book, and what's the first thing you do? You scope through and you find you get a tune book of fifty tunes, and maybe five of them really catch your fancy, and yeah. the rest you're kind of like, how did this get in here? And for me, I try to make sure that every tune is very musical and would be a tune that somebody would want to play. So yeah. I'm very picky in how I write in that way. I try not to write, I don't want to call them filler tunes, but you find them. I mean, that's just that's just the, the nature of the beast. And I'm that's sure it. someone will, eventually when I get 
a book together, someone will say, oh, not every tune that you wrote is that way. And I'm sure it isn't either. But, you know. Well, Eric, you'll have to keep us across that. I mean, if you do have an upcoming release, <laughs> then you'll have to tell us about it. Yeah, oh, I'll do it. I mean, I've already I probably put out all of my tunes already for free anyway, but it would be kind of cool <laughs> just to make a couple of dollars on the on a book and just have it printed out. You know what I mean? I, yeah, uh, I'm kind of a um attention grabber like that i kind of like every time i see like a tune writing competition i submit one and I never win because all these big names always crush me but it's still fun to you know put them in there and see how i would do you may as well and i have to say ourselves on rab show whenever we put it out there we said we wanted a new jingle or a new theme or something honestly we, we were not expecting the amount you know that we got it and then your composition kind of blow them away uh so yeah, it is the ultimate form of flattery, I think, whenever someone writes you a tune. Uh, so thank you, Eric, for that. Oh, no, it was my, it was, <laughs> it was so funny. I got done writing it and I'm like, it literally was like, that's rap show. I'm not even, I wasn't even like, <laughs> I've got a collection of about 200 tune names. It's kind of like when people like collect names for their, when they're doing podcast uh, episodes, kind of like, mm. oh, you know how Chandler ran is like, you know, something comes up funny in the thing and they say, oh, that's the name of the, yeah, and that's what, and usually most of my tune names are either written for people that I care about or things that I care about, or just funny sayings that you catch around going on band trips or around the circle or, you know how it is, yeah, absolutely. Funny, and you're like, oh, we should have wrote that down, and so I do, and I've got about two hundred, two hundred fifty <laughs> tune names. I'll never write them all. <laughs> do you have them there to hand anyway? But I have yeah. a tune name, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, but and then sometimes they just jump out. Rab shows jumped out when I wrote. Uh, the one, the jig for uh, Katie, the Will Piper, that was like a no brainer. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, that one, that's got to go to her because it was just like, once I got it down on paper, I'm like, this, this just feels like something that's joyous. And just seeing her have so much success yeah. with everything that's life thrown at her, I'm mm-hmm. like, how could you not write a tune for her? So she's Absolutely. a huge um, uh, inspiration, you know, just like, man, if she can overcome what she's overcome. I mean, did you, she's put out a video where she's playing with Allie Hutton and uh, and Ross Ainsley. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. And you're just mm-hmm. like, how? You know, she's only been playing the pipes for like two years. <laughs> yeah. How? You know. So oh, that's huge incredible. Inspiration. So if anybody deserved to get a tune, I, <clears throat> it was definitely her and you guys. I mean, you're doing the Lord's work, whether you want to admit it or not, Rab. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we do it. We, we can. We do it. We can. For, for us, I mean. Like here in the United States, we just we don't get the information. So even when you put out the you know hashtag lists and all that other stuff, we love it because it's like we don't get that info. Nobody gives us the information. So they are. So we'll do what we can. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So Eric, I want to talk about your own playing background. Then uh, you're currently playing with the Wasatch. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the Wasatching District currently has four bands in mm-hmm. our organization. So we just started a juvenile band. We have a grade five. We have a grade four. I'm the pipe sergeant for the grade four. And mm-hmm. then we have a grade two. Um, and we travel uh, all over the Western United States competing. We've been to Scotland once. I uh, played at the Worlds in 2011, which was an amazing trip. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, but I've been with the band since 2008. Oh, so wow. Almost, yeah. yeah, almost 15 years. So. There you go. So you're part of the furniture now, is what you're saying, Eric. I yeah. hope I am. I'm the chairman yeah. of the board of directors, so I better be. Oh, part wow. Of the furniture. There you go. Yeah, I got I got uh, voted into that last two years ago. So I see. Oh, commiserations there. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, it's it's actually really good. <laughs> you go from being a player on the sidelines to being in back behind and see how the sausage is made. And, I see. Uh, it gives you an appreciation of how logistics works and how things behind the scenes happen. People don't kind of realize that because. Sometimes mm. the people who are in charge have been a fixture there for years and years and years, right? Yeah. So, yep. 
hundred percent. So no, no, if anything, it's a fantastic organization. And I know number one question for everyone here in the UK <coughs> who've been following Wasatch this last uh, number of years, I guess, pre and post pandemic. Um, a lot of folks in the UK are watching with interest because the band, the band is sounding very strong. Uh, is there yeah, any I, plans for competitions I, in the UK? I think right now, I think right now they're shooting to get maybe the grade two and the grade four to go up to either Maxville or Ontario to kind of do the oh. North American championships. Yeah. But as you know, I mean, you talk to bands from all over the world. It's to get to Scotland is a big, I mean, that's a lot of money. I mean, Serious last time amount of money. Went, yeah. it took us like three years and we were lucky somebody uh, was a uh, wealthy benefactor that paid for half the trip for us. There Otherwise we probably wouldn't have been able to been to go, mm-hmm. but it was a trip of a lifetime. And I absolutely feel bad because you know how it is in bands. You get um, player turnover. And so oh, yeah. a lot of the players mm-hmm. that play in the band now never got to go with us in 2011 when we went to the world. And yeah. I would, I mean, everybody needs to go at least once. It, even, win, lose, or draw. It's such an amazing experience in Glasgow and to be on the green and play. And um, yeah, yeah, we're hoping. I'm, I, I, I don't discount that maybe within the next five years we'll probably come back. So I'm hoping hey, we go back. There we go. I'll certainly keep the fingers crossed, Eric. Yeah, I'd love to see you on the grass oh, here in the be, UK for sure. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, even even like we, we competed in grade four B, which is the lower grade, right? Mm-hmm, and there mm-hmm. was like seven hundred people watching us in the circle. <laughs> I'm like, this is yeah. grade four B. Are you kidding me? You know, <laughs> we're lucky to get a hundred people at Pleasanton watching us. And here's the I mean, it was just it was, and they cheered like we were rock stars. It was amazing. And we're playing just a simple March medley and, you know, thought we were the greatest thing on the planet. So there you uh, go. I, I hope we can come back. It was awesome. Absolutely. There, there is no experience <laughs> like it. I know we've kind of talked about it at length on the show, but there isn't an experience like it. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you're a piper and a drummer, you got to go at least once in your life. Got to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So this brings me on to a bit of a random question then, Eric. Can you tell us about the Heathen Highlanders? Oh, I'm so glad you brought it up. So, what is Highlanders, this? So, I, so, so, Washington District is where I get my traditional Scottish MSRs and all that stuff out of the way. Yes. Uh, I solo with another drummer. We uh, compete as a, as a solo piper drummer uh, group. But mm-hmm. the Heathen Highlanders is a whole special brand for us. So, it takes all of the stiffiness of being in a formal pipe band setting, and it takes pipers and drummers from all over the Wasatch Front, which is a pretty good swath of land in Utah, pretty good chunk, you know, probably a couple hundred miles. Mm-hmm. And we get together and on St. Patrick's Day, that's our big deal. We go and do so many gigs. We play 10 minute, we go from bar to bar to bar to bar in 10 minute swaths. Yeah. But uh, the majority of it. So what happened was uh, Mike Gibbs, he's kind of the leader. He's the guy that sets all the logistics up. He gets all the monies and all the gigs. He's kind of hand chosen his players that he knows that are both really good pipers and drummers but also don't mind playing in the bar setting where you're not going to have judges with clipboards. You I just see. go out and have, and just go out and have fun and perform. Right. Yeah. So for us, it's kind of like that outlet where we can just go and be kind of like Kaylee band. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can go and we have enough players. We could probably field a good size grade four band if we wanted to put everybody together, but that's right. not the object for the, you know, if we all play in other bands to get that scratch itched, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but for the, that kind of person that wants to play the bar gigs and stuff like that. That's, that's our big deal. We we have a home base called Piper down, which is a, a, a bar in Salt Lake. It's literally called Piper down. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like our home base for St. Patrick's day, but they also do a kilt night once a month. We go and play there and everybody gets dressed in kilts. So it doesn't have to be St. Patty's day or anything like that. Yeah. But we also get, uh, he also gets his side gigs too. So like 
funerals and weddings and birthdays and family reunions will sometimes get funneled through him. And then depending on who lives geographically closest mm-hmm. will be the ones that get to do those gigs. So big shout out to Mike. He puts on, I mean, I can't even imagine the logistics he's got to go on. Cause I think we played, we had three groups that went out St. Patrick's day. We played 84 shows. 84. Well, you got to figure, right? These are 10 minute shows. Wow. So you walk in, you go into a bar, you play for 10 minutes, get in your car, drive five minutes, go into another bar, play for 10 minutes, Just jump in your car. Gig after gig but after yeah, gig. Yeah. I think we played for 13 hours on St. Patrick's day, almost nonstop. Oh my <laughs> word! But I'll tell you this, Brad. Because you just do it, and by the time you're done, if you weren't in shape for the season, you know, yeah. breathing and blowing, you are by the end of that weekend marathon. I you're see- right back into play. <laughs> yeah. Well, here you're bound to have a moisture control system or something in oh, there yeah. to keep them going. Of, oh yeah, we have all <laughs> kinds of tricks to keep the, the and and the hard part for us is we get really cold at that time. Like this year, we've had a really hard winter. So you come in and right. it's like 34 degrees outside and then you go into a hot bar that's like 90 degrees with super humidity. Yeah. Everybody's in there having a good time and hollering and hooping and yeah, it's, but it's amazing. And Mike does him and his wife, uh, Sherry do a great job of uh, getting the logistics together for us. And so mm. it's kind of nice. It's kind of like the side gig, you know, for uh, it's not as formal, but we still play really good music and have a lot of fun and get a lot of money and a lot of tips. And then if we want to go yeah. and play, you know, and go and do an MSR, and then we play in the regular band. And so it's kind of like the best of both worlds, right? Best of both worlds. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you're bound to have had your fair share of experience now of what I like to call kind of the the expert bagpipers and drummers in these bars and clubs. And they say, oh, I've got a real <laughs> good tune that I sure you don't know how to play. Can you play Amazing Grace? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, <laughs> We we get that, but you know we're we're pretty lucky. Like when we go in our little cruise, and and you know the, there's usually like two pipers, a drummer, mm-hmm. or sometimes like this year I got was lucky enough to go out with two pipers, a uh, drummer, and a snare and a snare a snare drummer and a tenor drummer. Right. And so we were able to put on you know regular stuff. I don't take requests unless it's somebody's birthday. You know what I mean? Yeah, I we have a set we played because it's like I literally have to manage everything because we have we got ten fifteen minutes to play and then we got to go because we got you so know. many. You know, I'd love to play, you know, I had someone yell out Blackbeard. I'm like, no, we're not playing Blackbeard. We just don't have the time. I don't have, you know, I've got a set list. We're going to play it. We're going to, we got to go. Thank you for you yeah. know, listening to us, you know, but no, oh, St. Patty's Day is a hectic time. of year. The, the, There's no hanging around playing Amazing Grace for the 17th <laughs> time that day. Yeah, there you go. So folks listening right now, you go and check that out. The Heathen Highlanders. And if anything, I love the merch, the t-shirts you guys wear. You got to get you hooked up with some. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of a a semi-professional, what do you call it? Graphic artist. And he's drawn up all the logos and all that. One of the things too, you probably haven't seen it. I wish I'd have thought about it, but instead of wearing like regular pipe banners with tartan and stuff, we have uh, pirate flags with our faces as skulls. And then depending on what hats and, the crossbones are cross drones. And like yes. for me, I wear my, mine has a bowler hat with, uh, with sideburn chops on That's my back. The one. And so yeah. it's kind of nice. You see, so we're, we kind of look at ourselves as kind of the rebel pirates of bagpiping in that sense. Right? <laughs> we're not the red hot chili pipers, but we don't claim to be either. We're not doing big shows like that. You know, we're playing for, you know, the, the good intended drunks on St. Patrick's day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's fantastic stuff. So, 
Eric, then, it's, uh, I guess we've been chatting about your composition, your own piping and all of that. Of course, the Heathen Highlanders. Yeah. I want to talk about the future for yourself. Have you any more compositions, a new book in um, the future? You know, I've, I've, been, I've been working on some stuff, but the, it's been... So, of course, like everybody else, we're right in the middle of the offseason. We're getting ready to go to mm. the, our first games of the year, which is in Las Vegas next week. So we'll yes. be hitting it up with Josh and Andy from Channer Rant. Um, mm-hmm. So we're working furious on that. So we added a few new tunes this year that are a lot more technically difficult than before. And as being part of the leadership, you've got to be able to play it almost better than anybody else because you've got yeah. to be able to, to show people how to do it. So mm-hmm. I've been really focused on that. But I think once we get into the season and stuff starts to kind of mellow out, we'll just get into that normal, then it'll come back. And sometimes it's just weird, Rab. It'll just hit you. Sometimes I'll just sit down and go, I'll pl- I'll be playing, uh, you know, I'll be practicing a Tarlou or I'll be practicing a Takim or something that some little piece of thing that's just giving me a fit. Mm-hmm. And I'll add a couple of notes and I'm like, Ooh, that could maybe be a good tune. Let's work on that a little uh, bit. It kind see. of germinates, it kind of germinates yeah. right? So it doesn't always happen. It's not always just like, I rarely sit down to, I really sit down and go, okay, today I'm just going to write a hornpipe or, right. Hey, I'm going to write a jig or, or I'm going to write this. It just sometimes just comes intrinsically in my practice. And then I got to go, all right, I got 15 extra minutes. Let's see if I can get the first, the first couple of bars down or the first couple of measures down. Cause for yeah. me, that's always the hardest. Like once I get the first part of the tune down, I'm usually pretty good at being able to write this, you know, second, third, fourth part, because it's all, it's kind of like Peabrook in a way. It's all like variations on a theme after that. Mm-hmm. So for me, those first two, um, that first part is always the trickiest because that's where all the melody comes from. That's where all the, the endings come from. And so that usually takes the longest of all the parts of the tune. I see. Yeah. yeah. But once you have that backbone, then you can build everything else that, on top of it's it. Like, it, yeah. usually, it usually comes like a waterfall. So it mm-hmm. might take me three hours to figure out four bars of, of tune. <laughs> but then when I get the first part down, then it takes like a half an hour and the rest of the tune's done. And it's just like, what is going on? So, and, and sometimes it doesn't, I get writer's block and it's like, I'll write, you know, two measures of a tune, but I record it. I'll put mm. it on my phone and have it and I'll come back to it maybe in a couple of months and go, Oh man, that'll be, that, that doesn't really work as a two, four March, but that could be an awesome hornpipe or maybe I'll just draw it out and do it into a four, four or something. So there you go. it's, yeah. um, it's, it's, I just wish I could, I mean, I'm, I'm sure like Lincoln Hilton literally probably has a day or a time every day set. I'm going to go in and compose for an hour today. I don't care what it is, good, bad, indifferent. I'm mm. going to sit down and I'm just going to write some, I just don't have that time. My, my, my time and my family is just really packed. So got to get to it when I can get to it. You know what I mean? So That's I it. hope to get back into it. I want to write some more stuff. I've got, 252 names i gotta write (laughs) yeah that's it you've got a bit of work ahead of you filling those yeah for sure uh so i need to ask you then before we let you go uh you've obviously been helping us with rab show tv and stuff you've been filming bands and everything i have to say thank you for that that's my incredible pleasure yeah for sure so will you be attending any other competitions this year do you think we'll have any more so we're going to unfortunately this year we're only going to do three we just had some kind of things came up so we're going to go to Vegas, but if if time allows, there's a pretty good sized grade three competition in Vegas this year. Uh, right, City of Angels yeah. got promoted from grade four to grade three, and they're That's up right. and coming, obviously. Mm. And they've got like three or four really good grade three bands. So if I have the time, I'm going to record it for you again. Oh, so that brilliant! Way you have some. I just there like, I mean, 
it's cool because like you guys usually show off the grade ones and grade twos, but we have a pretty thriving here in Wispaba grade three scene, even the grade fours. But the problem is I compete in grade four. So I just don't have the time to yeah, prepare, that's it, yeah. play, try to. You can't compete and film at the same time. Right. Yeah. It's kind of rough. Um, <laughs> I would love to just have like a drone flying above, right? An autopilot. There you go. Just yeah. Going, but, but I would, I'd like to get that. And then um, I think they said that there's going to be a really good turnout probably in Pleasanton. For I'll probably get grade two and grade three again for you guys in Pleasanton. Excellent. That's all right with you also. Absolutely. Uh, I know that there was. It's, it seemed like it turned out way better than I expected when I filmed at Costa Mesa last year mm. and at Pleasanton. I was terrified. I watched your little video and I'm like, I sure hope I'm doing this right. And, and oh, uh, but spot it, sure, on. it sure seemed like everybody liked it. So, yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's kind of fun to show off. I mean, sure, we're not the UK, but we have a really thriving uh, pipe scene here in the Western United States. It's kind of fun that you get to show it off to people that may not get to see what Absolutely. we get to see you know all the time so yeah see that's it and that's what i'm finding because we and our own piping scene here in the uk we see it every week and we're well used to it you know and we're very complacent about it so that's whenever we're showing it off on the rab show and we're getting feedback from you guys in the states going that's amazing we love seeing grade 4a show us more oh my god for (laughs) sure right yeah yeah because i mean like even when we went to the world we had no idea who we were going up against and then we show up and of course you know we show up in a a elite that's got slots grade four and yeah. you know uh, somebody some other big <laughs> bands grade four and we're like we're gonna get killed we don't even know what these guys sound like they're gonna murder us you know but it's, yeah. it's awesome i mean i tell you what the thing that i'm blown away about is the juvenile bands over there Holy oh man they're ridiculous yeah, i mean yeah they, we we have a couple of high school bands and they're kind of like our beginner bands. They're nothing like, I mean, I watch Dollar Academy and some of these other bands and I'm oh. like, what are they putting in the water in there? These guys sound as good yeah. as grade one. They're, and they're absolutely incredible. Digital, right. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> That's it. I think that they, the tuition that they get is some of the best in the world and the talent of some of these young kids is just, oh, that's unbelievable. So yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I'm oh, yeah. standing so with them. It's just great to be able it's, yeah, it's, and love to watch it. And the same with the, what is it? The is it brass chorus or whoever the ones that down in uh, New Zealand and oh, Australia? Oh yeah, brass band. Yeah. Guys is, mm. Oh my gosh, what a those guys are amazing. I know when we mm. went to the worlds, we played with. Uh, I want to say it was either Auckland or District. They came up. We did a we did a competition. They had a thing going on at the. Um, it was the Pipes of Peace concert, and we yes. did, what they did was they had a contest. It was amazing. We came. They invited us to this contest. We had to play, and it was judged by two little old ladies from Edinburgh. <laughs> and whoever won got to play in between uh, St. Lawrence O'Toole and Simon Fraser as kind of like the intermission there at wow. the Glasgow, yeah, uh, at the Armadillo, the Opera House, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, our band, the Grade Two, and our band won, and they got to play for those guys. And and uh, but we saw them playing the bands from New Zealand, and they were just amazing. And I'm like, man, I need more of this. So yeah. Uh, for that's... sure oh yeah no the i i think i think the more that we can watch it online i know that it, sometimes it sucks for some of the organizers because they're not making money on it per se but yeah they, if they only knew how they're furthering the art for there us you, you know people that we don't get to go out and see it like that it's just incredible absolutely for those people who can't travel these thousands of miles to go and see these competitions it's <laughs> invaluable so eric i can't wait to see pleasanton and vegas and any anything else you can throw a camera in front of i'm looking yeah, forward we'll, to that we'll try, we'll try to get you we'll we'll do we'll do the same way we did it last time and i'll i'll try my best to not have somebody uh film somebody who's doing a cookout right next to the great oh we'll, yeah, yeah that that. a couple of years ago somebody was cooking some sausages while they- 
<laughs> Only in the UK would that happen. Uh, <laughs> Got some that, bangers on the grill. <laughs> that was unique. I think, yeah, that, that was unique. That's awesome. For sure. Eric, thank you so much for taking time to chat with us here on the pod, mate. And oh gosh, again, yes, for sure. thank you so for your fun. work in composition. There's been so many great tunes over the years. And of course, we're biased. The Big Rab Show, Hornpipe. <laughs> Come on. It's ridiculous. Such oh, a good yeah, tune. I love it. It's, it's so, it's such, it literally is such a joy to hear it again. That's why I was so glad when I saw it. It's like, oh, it's back. It's come back. It's not completely gone. <laughs> so, yeah, and you're my biggest cheerleader. I, I can't I can't thank you enough for that. It's been oh, of it's course. great online where people are like, oh, we know you from Big Rab. I'm like, oh, my God, how is that possible? I'm just this little guy from Utah. So it, uh, it's been awesome. Uh, I really appreciate all the support you guys have given me for sure. So. Not at all. Eric, thanks so much, man. I'll let you go. But thank you for taking time to chat with us on this week's pod. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Take oh, care. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my pleasure, dude. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yep. Take it easy, Rab. There you are, the legend that is Eric Evanhouse. That's been a long time coming, actually. We've been trying to get Eric on the show now for quite a while, but either we've been too busy or he's been too busy, and it's just been difficult to line up schedules and stuff. But yeah, it's just fantastic to hear from Eric. So no doubt we'll have him back again on a future Rab show for even more uh, conversation and shenanigans, no doubt. Uh, But yeah, thank you, Eric, for taking time to chat with us here on the Rab Show pod this week. Really appreciate it. Right, that's it for another Rab Show pod. We're, we're pretty much done at this point. As always, if you have any questions, thoughts, or opinions on this episode or any previous episode of the Rab Show podcast, please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, one thing I do want to draw your attention to is, of course, this incoming season as we're about to open the gates for a new season and competitively and all that kind of stuff. We're going to do our best with the cameras and all sorts to try and cover every aspect of this incoming competitive season as best we can. So, with that in mind, if there's anything in particular that you want to see or you want us to feature in our coverage, then please do get in contact with us. We are uh, pretty much reaching the closing stages now of our preparation work and everything and piecing this all together. It's not easy, but we'll do our best. And of course, as always, if there's anything that you think we can improve on or should focus more on, then definitely get in contact with us, as I say. Any opinions and uh, criticisms and all of that, all gladly received. We'll do our best. BigRabShow at gmail.com is our address. You can always reach us, indeed. All right. So, with that all being said, uh, that's another podcast in the can. Episode 331. Boy, I tell you, we're we're churning them out here. And don't forget to go back through our back catalogue, actually. It's been something I've been doing this last while, you know, going back to the, you know, the early episodes, I say where we can cringe about the sound quality and, you know, the poor editing and all of that. Yeah, go back and listen to them. Some of them are good value. Uh, But, yeah, we've got some real doozies back there. So go and have a listen through some of our back catalogue. If you haven't already, please do click on subscribe so you never never do miss an episode. Uh, Yeah, or a follow or all of that good stuff. Also, what really helps us is if you can give us that all-important rating. No matter where you're listening to us right now, Drop us a rating. Uh, It's been a good long while since we've received any ratings on iTunes or Amazon or any of those places like Spotify. We haven't received any ratings in a long time. Uh, So five-star ratings only, please. And, uh, yeah, glowing reviews of how awesome we are. (laughs) All right, that's me. I am out the door. Thank you, everyone, for downloading this week. And we will catch you again, of course, next week for even more bagpiping shenanigans right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Until then, we'll see you next week. All the best. Well, 
That's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>